This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Geese. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted with Turquoise and Death King's drummer, Mikey Karuba. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff in our little over an hour long chat, like their recent set at Peach Festival, all of the projects that he works on. Of course, we get into Death Kings with Ryan Stasek and Mike Ganser, who both of them were on the show talking about Death Kings, um, episode 154 and 146. Check those out. Links are in the show notes for those. Mikey and I also talk about being from Buffalo. We're both from the same area. Um, We actually went to middle school together, which is really funny. So we talk about that. And we talk about, of course, Umphreys McGee and Chris Myers and opening for the band and just all of that. And he gets into the important drummers in his life and what inspired him to even, like, go after the drums. Um, Like I said, I've known him since eighth grade, and he was already playing drums then, so it was like, how did you already know that this is what you wanted, and that's a cool story too, so definitely check that out if you missed it. Um, The link is in the show notes, and there's also video on the show's YouTube page if that is more your thing. A quick thank you to Mikey for taking the time. It was such a fun conversation to have, and it was great to catch up. And I'm super stoked that you're back in town, and I can't wait to see what you've got up your sleeve playing with all of the people that are around here. So, fuck yeah. Welcome home. What's up, Humphreys McGee fans? It's Joel. Hope you're doing well. Got a very special announcement for you today. We are going to be doing a four-part podcast series with Sarah J. Dropped Amongst This Crowd podcast called Tales from Scamp, going over all the greatest hits of summer camp over the years. You're going to hear lots of stories from summer camp, tales past, stories including Humphreys and Huey Lewis, Gene Ween, lots of other cool stuff. So in celebration of 20 years of summer camp, I hope you'll join us in uh, checking these out. It was a lot of fun making them. Lots of great stories. We'll see you at Summer Camp 2021. Real quick before we get into everything this week, did you guys watch Mary Welch's show premiere on August 4th? Um, Her show Breaking Bland premiered. There were back-to-back episodes. And then there's another episode tonight, if you're listening to this when it airs on Tuesday, August 11th. 
if you didn't watch it, tune in and see if maybe you can catch the first two episodes. Um, it's really, really awesome to watch her on TV. It's like it's kind of weird to like see Stasek and the kids and everything on there. It's it's pretty awesome, and it's really cool to see her achieve um, these big dreams that she's had her whole life. Um, so I'm so stoked for her. So congratulations to Mary. Um, and if you haven't watched it and you're into this kind of stuff, um, watch it. It's really awesome. I love her style personally. Um, and just watching those first two episodes, like she has my mind thinking so hard about flooring in my own home now. I'm like, Oh my God. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. So if you're into that kind of HGTV um, shows, um, give it a watch. I love her style, like I said. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. And congratulations to her and the whole family. Like, this is a really awesome thing for, for them. So check it out. This week, we'll get into Umphrey's Midnight Set at Peach Festival on July 3rd and both nights above ground at the Caverns Outdoor Amphitheater on July 9th and 10th. First up, the band's return to Peach Festival on Montage Mountain in Scranton, PA. This is the fifth time that the band has played on Montage Mountain. First time was August 13th, 2016. Side note, in case you missed it, Ben Factor recently dropped a blog post giving some insight into his 48 hours at Peach Festival and what that looked like. There is a link in the show notes if you'd like to give it a read. I love these little things that Ben has been putting out, his little insights into his world, um, doing the lights in these different places. So awesome. Keep doing it, Ben. I enjoy it. As I mentioned at the top of the show, check out last week's episode where I chatted with Mikey Karuba. We talk about Peach Festival and he talks a little bit about his, you know, feeling of being at the first full capacity regular festival. I think it was definitely the case for Umphreys. It could have been the case for Turquoise. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was definitely one of the first that was just like, yes, go all in with capacity and and you know having people together and and everything else so you know we talk about that from their perspective which is is kind of cool now that they've been able to play music again umphreys played one long set starting at midnight and it would start out with the walkout tune leave me las vegas now seeing play nine times total three in 2021 The tune, as I'm sure you know, is on the just released. You walked up shaking in your boots, but you stood tall and left a raging bull. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that new album of intros a spin if you haven't already. Transitioning right into the silent type, dancing off slightly before two and a half, sounding like a little Michael Jackson tease hidden way underneath for a minute, about four minutes. Enjoying a nice stroll around the park. Driving back into the silent type three minutes later. Plunger next, beginning to sink its heels in about eight minutes. Finding its footing and dancing off. Taking a second to collect its thoughts before really opening up. Reaching the atmosphere and enjoying a little time interstellarly. Jake affectionately shouting out Chris and Andy, 
air quotes, our engine before transforming into looks. Hurt Birdbath next. This version, according to All Things Umphreys, would include a Love Supreme by John Coltrane tease, gathering some momentum, opening right up about eight minutes, and resonating all sorts of energy out. I just, I love, 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 love. And I think I, I probably say that every time I talk about that song. And I mean, I feel like they've certainly been giving that one a ride in 2021. Uh, just, I love that tune so much. The Floor Next, followed by Speak Up. According to All Things Umphreys, this would also contain a Dump City tease, beginning to venture off into something a little more comfortable about five minutes, sinking deeper into it, getting treated to some serious Andy Perk World action about a minute later before picking itself up and dancing on strutting its way back into Speak Up slightly before nine and a half. The real treat of the evening and next, a debut cover of Dazed and Confused by Led Zeppelin with Kanika Moore on vocals. (sighs) We've talked about Kanika many times here on the show And the many times she's absolutely set it on fire when she sits in with Umphreys. Well, okay, I haven't even started talking about this and my arms are starting to get goosebumps on them. So (laughs) if this woman had not already blown us all away and if we already were not in love with her, this performance would do it she just absolutely slayed like I sent this video to so many people I know that are Zeppelin fans that I've either like mentioned Umphreys to them and was like oh you'd probably be really interested in this or I just was like you're gonna fucking love this and they were all just blown away if you watch the stream of this Jake coaxing the energy out of Kanika, the way he is just playing at her at one point, incredible. Just the dankness from the entire band, the lights, the smoke, just, oh, I mean, damn. In person, this was probably next level. Like, there's no probably, there's no doubt. And, like I mentioned before, the show didn't start until midnight. So there's that energy. And just, like I said, goosebumps every time I listen to it. Now that I'm talking about it, it's just, wow. Like, incredible. You can tell after, too, like, listening, like, the crowd lost their fucking minds. Like, wow. Kanika is such a damn queen. I just love her so much. And having her come and sit in with them is always a good choice. And Ryan knows knows it too. Like anytime I've ever seen video of Doom Flamingo or a picture or whatever, he's just in the back just smiling so fucking hard because he knows she's such a queen. Like he knows it. And she's just, it's just incredible. 
And if you haven't seen it, there is video on YouTube of this. I linked it in the show notes. Watch it or watch it again. I mean, it's just incredible. Wow. (laughs) And Bayless mentioned after that he'd been wanting to play that song since high school. And I think it was it was worth the wait. (laughs) It was worth the wait because they needed to Kanika to command that energy and have that that front man energy um, that that song needs, you know, so uh, that was just incredible. So check that out if you have not seen that. Wow. (laughs) All right, back to the rest of the set list. Uh, Whoppy Sprayberry next, getting real metallic and grimy about four minutes, loosening its grip, slowly starting to swell open and kind of dipping its toe in at first, deciding it's going to go all in about six minutes, not adventuring for any crazy amount, but still a lot of fun. And this is another one that has been getting some serious love in 2021. And I'm so here for that too. A standalone version of 1348. It would enjoy a nice stroll around the neighborhood beginning about three minutes. This entire jam would ooze funkiness as it dances on before it makes its return home to 1348. The absolutely perfect sandwich, Glory into Haji into Glory, next, which... I mean, really, what can be said about this? Come on. (laughs) I will admit I did not have the time to dig into the archives to see if this sandwich had somehow occurred before. Um, So if you know, please let me know because I am generally curious. I would love to know. Um, But either way, like I said, this was perfect. 40s theme, taking us on one last little magic carpet ride, slightly dabbling in a little bit of that southwestern jam from Jake in the five-minute range before floating into a dreamy Bayless solo, and that 40s would close out the evening at Peach Fest. Do you create shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers? Maybe you make screen prints or sell other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on. Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Are you looking to hire some cool people to work with? Perhaps you have a rad idea for a podcast or some other creative idea that you think the community would love. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company would love to help. With space available on our podcast network for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, commercial spots here on this show as well as the other podcasts on the network, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have a question? Shoot an email to droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com. That brings us to July 9th and 10th. Umfreaks would play the Caverns 
but this time above ground. The venue's answer to being able to still have live music in a socially distant way. The band has played underground in the Cave of the Caverns last year, February 13th, 2020. I will link the recap episode I did about that evening. And actually, that and the two nights after in Asheville were my last shows pre-COVID. Although I was feeling a little claustrophobic being in the cave like that, seeing Umphreys in just such an unusual setting is something I will always remember. And seeing Ben Factor light up the cave like that is just, you know, something you'll never forget. If you missed it, Keith Greiner released a little recap video from the Cavern Show that was posted on his social media as well as on the podcast social. There's also a link in the show notes for that if you wanted to check it out. And also, if you missed when Keith was here on the show, there is a link for that in the show notes as well. Such a great conversation. He's such a hilarious dude. Um, I suggest you check that out. I think it's episode 149, but either way, links are always in the show notes. Night one starting off dramatically before tumbling into Higgins. This one goes on a nice little stroll to get the gears rolling for the evening. Anchor drops next, and Joel would almost, like on a cloud, into a dream, float us into the next tune, Sweetness. This one would get comfortable and into the depths of it, first skipping into an Over the Hills and Far Away by Led Zeppelin Tease, slightly after the three-minute mark. Forward rolling into a different direction two minutes later, reminding us exactly who this was, really dancing open and setting it back down to earth before it embodies its next incarnation, Day Nurse. That was a pretty filthy version of Sweetness, so I tucked that onto my 2020 list to come back to. And I will link that um, in the show notes, my ever-evolving 2021 Hall of Fame contenders list. Mail package coming after that aforementioned day nurse, starting this jam out with a long jazzy stride, getting a little grimier slightly before four minutes, lifting off into a nice full of confidence vibe to round out this jam before nonchalantly sliding back into mail package. Maybe someday next, and ending the first set with a pretty fatty slacker. Set two would contain two sandwiches and get started with the massive cat shot found on the new album mentioned earlier. This walkout tune, taken for a spin 38 times total, has not seen play since 2019. August 23rd in Louisville, Kentucky. That was a great show. I was there. That was such an awesome weekend. The after party uh, with Rezac and Joel and Chris was so much fun. That was like one of my favorite after party things ever. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, that cat shot would fall all away and reveal Miss Tingles slipping down the rabbit hole, quickly getting up and dusting itself off. We enter into a new world, very full of determination throughout, sneaking into the wardrobe and coming out revealing a dancier reggae vibe slightly before seven and a half, 
but only for a little bit. Fully dancing open, getting itself all worked up as it continues, slamming back into Miss Tinkles. I did put that one also on my 2021 list to come back to later on. Remind me, slipping into something a little more funky as it slinks along, about four minutes, slipping into that southwestern jam via Jake as it wanders into another dreamy dimension, coming back to a more earthly level, allowing the thought of remind me to fade away, but it would not be an afterthought for a long time, Joel taking us on a detour into Divisions, and shout out to Chris about four minutes-ish before heading back into Divisions briefly, deciding to leave it behind for now and coming back to complete Remind Me. Night Nurse next, getting into the thick of it about four minutes, enjoying quite a bit of time doing things according to its own rules before revealing its next destination, Seasons. This one saw some fun expansion, really finding its groove about the five-minute mark, driving it back down to earth about two minutes later to continue enjoying a nice little jam around the block before interstellarly coming back into Seasons about two minutes later. The conclusion of Divisions to close out the second set An encore for the first night in Pelham, a singular tune taking us on one last adventure around the planet with a not-too-shabby version of the Triple Wide. According to All Things Umphreys, this would contain a tractor beam by the New Deal Jam and a stairway to heaven tease on the way out. And in case you didn't notice, these guys are definitely feeling the Led Zeppelin vibes lately, huh? That brings us to the final show we're going to talk about in this episode and night two in Pelham. Ready to go right out of the gate with Dump City, driving this aircraft deeper into its jam about five and a half-ish, teetering on a song remains the same tease very briefly about seven and a half, but remembering its own mission and forging ahead with its plans, carrying a little more baggage as it continues on a few minutes later. Remembering past resentments as it forges its way back home into Dump City. Crucial Taunt next, followed by Deeper with a very Phil Collins sounding drum fill as it tumbles in. Shedding its skin and heading off on its own adventure about six and a half-ish. Continuing on full of determination, falling back to earth about five minutes delicately dancing around, allowing it to all dissipate away. Wife Soup next, followed by a really perfect sandwich with special guest Kurt Ozan on pedal steel. Great American into push and pull into great American. Kurt is a multi-instrumentalist based out of Nashville who is currently on tour with country artist Luke Combs. He's also the co-host of Raised Rowdy Radio and Raised Rowdy Podcast. Kurt is also a published photographer, and I will link his website so you can read more about him if you're interested. And having Kurt add his flair on these tunes was such a good choice. Really, really love what that adds to both of those tunes. 
Ending the first set of night two with a standalone puppet string. And set two of the final evening in Pelham, starting off with Hourglass, tumbling into Phil's farm. This one would really find its footing about five minute mark, coming down the mountain a little to a more even level, beginning its second climb about three minutes later, reaching its destination, setting it down, shaking itself out, and going home into Phil's. Utopian Fur next. According to All Things Umphreys, this first part would contain a float on by Modest Mouse Tease, not staying around in fur for long before heading into Heart and Soul by Huey Lewis and the News. We get the full version inside this fur. This tune has been covered by Umphreys 22 times, including this one here. Not taken for a spin in Quite a while, actually, since April 19th, 2014 at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. And if you missed Joel's recount of the time Umphreys and Huey Lewis played together at Summer Camp Music Festival, check out the four-part miniseries that I did with him, Tales from Scamp. Part three will be released this coming Thursday if... You're listening to this the week that it airs. But in part one, Joel talks about their set from 2011 and more. So check that out. If you haven't, there's a link in the show notes. And you can also listen anywhere you are listening to this. And, I mean, come on. How fucking perfect is this song for them? Like, this is such a great, great cover for them. And you can tell they have so much fun with it, too. So good. And they take that back into the conclusion of Utopian. Much obliged, getting real grimy slightly before four minutes, getting real thick in it, seeing a light through the fog courtesy of Bayliss's Sting-esque lyrical stew. I mean, this is just dripping the police all over it. And I think this makes three lyrical stews from Bayless so far this year, or this summer tour 2021. I'm pretty sure it's three at this point. And the one from Jake at Apple Valley. So, um, okay, guys, yes, like, that's awesome as hell. (laughs) I'm so here for all of that. We will immerse ourselves in those lovely Bayless lyrics slightly after seven minutes. That one also found a spot on my 2021 list. Driving right into Red Tape, really getting lost in the depths of it about six minutes. Really letting itself off its leash, reeling it back in about four minutes later. That's another tune that I just love so much. Having a very confident lounge room strut type vibe, courtesy of Stasic into this party and peeps that comes next. And ending the second night above ground in Pelham with Plunger, they'll take us on a whimsical and dramatic journey, courtesy of a Joel led jam in this version. An encore for the evening in Pelham, Kula into its alternate ego, Den. So, yeah, that's everything I have for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. 
Inside the show notes, you're going to find a shit ton of links, so make sure you check all of them out. There's going to be links for these shows where you can give them a listen. Um, If you haven't, I suggest you definitely do. And a bunch of any of the random stuff that I might have mentioned throughout this episode. You'll also find a vault stuffed with past episodes to binge on. You'll be able to book a conversation and be a guest here on the show. I would love to talk to you. So book a time. Let's chat. There's also links for where you can snag some DATC merch. Where you can check out the new Umfreak Spotlight feature. Shout out to Eric, my audio engineer here on the podcast. And also the audio engineer for Tales from Scamp. Um, He is the first Umfreak Spotlight. And he is just the awesomest dude ever. I love you so much, dude. Um, So check that out. And learn a little bit more about him. And there's so much more. So dig in there. There's a whole bunch of awesome stuff. So thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate the hell out of you guys. Thank you so much. I will see you around these parts next week. Mad love.